That part. All right. Well, uh, this is uh, interesting, Rodney. What was that? Oh, how was your week? Um, my week pretty good. It was pretty decent. Yeah, since we last, you know, did a pod. I'd like everybody to know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the joy of Louis my strength, bro. <laughs> but um other than that, you know, uh everything is good, bro. I just God is great. Like Ain't he though? Like I I don't understand how some people be like uh, this and this and this. I like how, you know, like, I've talked about my roommate on here before. I'm pretty sure I have. Mm, if yeah. I haven't, they yeah, about yeah. to find out now. <laughs> but, you know, the med student roommate who believes that either one, God doesn't exist, or two, God does exist and loves everybody but him. Yeah, that's far from the truth. Right. Um... But, uh, yeah, so I just, like, I don't understand how, like, some people could be like that. Because it's like, God's love is just incredible. His presence is incredible. Like, everything just about him is incredible, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm happy. I really am. Like, <laughs> I might not sound like it, but like, it, I keep restating it. But dog, I'm happy. Like, nah, I mean, it's good. I've, I've been happy gonna... for a minute. <laughs> I, I don't. I've never felt this way before, bro. Like, let's get this kicked off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. We are back again. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's going to be my verse for like this season right now, man. Mm-hmm. But for everyone listening, welcome to the God Man Podcast. Yeah, man. Where we are two God men navigating through life, seeking to empower to encourage and strengthen others while we are transparent in our own walk Come on now. and daily struggles. That's right. And also encourage and motivate as we see things and prophesy. Hallelujah. Yay! And share the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord, yes. The joy of the Lord. Nah, for real though. It was a good intro. Good intro. Definitely good intro. Oh yeah, I might. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real though. That's good. That's real good. 
So I think that's the only part we left out. Um, <laughs> so, hi, guys. Uh, my name's uh, Michael. <laughs> and you let up. You're going to... I'm gonna, wow, I think it's my first time saying the full name. My name is Rodney. Hey, what up? I'm Rodney. Yeah, and we are your humble host. Yes, humble. <laughs> and happy host. <laughs> ah, oh my goodness, bro. That cruise started something different, man. Yeah, I think it definitely it stirred up something. Like, it was a start of something new. I can't wait for the next one. Like, I think none of us really expected what was going to happen before the cruise. And it's like, like, once we got off, it's like that connection that we built was so unique and dope. They're so amazing. Exactly. Even though I thought we almost, almost thought I had a female. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> Stop no myself. Comment. Stop myself. You definitely did stop. You definitely did stop. <laughs> to a full halt. Uh, I started saying that, and then I saw Pastor Keisha in my head and was like, watch your mouth. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm like, mm. Think about what you say before you say it. Please do. Please do. Don't want to get canceled. Don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. But you know, it's all good. Just go. It's all good. It's all good. You maintain yeah, no, self-control no. and discipline. No doubt. But yeah, man, that's it started something special, man. Like like y'all was saying earlier, bro. I have like I've never experienced such and and the only word I can use is joy. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it has to be joy, bro. Mm-hmm. I've never been so happy waking up every morning. And it sounds not it sounds bad. I'm not saying I'm depressed, guys. All right, because that's not the case. I'm definitely not depressed. He's definitely not. Uh, but I've never just been waking up in the morning and just so happy and throughout the day just so happy to where, like, nothing can mess up my mood, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing at work is messing up my mood. I'm not even having road rage. Oh, wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me clarify that. <laughs> I'm not actually getting angry. I still kind of react. <laughs> That's a work in progress. But I'm not actually getting angry while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to say. Yeah. Um. I still react. People are still uh. Not the most uh intelligent beings while they're driving on these roads here in Georgia. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, it's still working. <laughs> yeah, I've never had so much. Just like I said, so it's just been like it's just been so much joy, bro. Like from the moment I like basically from that cruise moment, man. Like mm-hmm. first off, I have never laughed as much as let's get that out there. I have never laughed oh as much gosh. as I did while we were on that. <laughs> I ain't gonna say to you, man. Like we laughed pretty much from the moment we got on. Still laughing now to this day. Oh. We woke. I we all woke up with our abs sore. Mm-hmm. I have never laughed so hard that the next day my abs are sore. No, for real though. 
and like I said, I think the most we've ever laughed. This is probably this is my opinion though. The most we ever laughed was in that room after that incident happened, and then let's just say, uh, <laughs> Bati, Bati, right there. Yo, my size was sore, man. I was like crying. You know, like that laughing when you feel like you're about to like literally away because it was like yo my abs hurt so much i'm crying it's the fact that you can't be in the room because you just want to leave for a moment it was that funny yeah i know what you mean bro like and and like it's one of those things where like that wasn't even the only moment like you said that was the funniest moment for you dog mm -hmm. my funniest moment was <sighs> ukraine the invasion of ukraine <laughs> the invasion of ukraine <laughs> uh I was in my bag <laughs> that trip. While we were watching a movie, too, guys. Just a little I was in we my was bag on that. Yo, I'm sitting here texting it in the group chat. Then this man pulls up and just leans, and I'm thinking, oh, snap, he did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me stop. I ain't trying to flame it right now. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm not trying to flame him right now, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it, it, that that trip was that trip was that was great, and it was. Mm -hmm. Oh look, my phone's going off. I think I need to put that on uh, vibrate. <sighs> but yeah, that trip was is just incredible, bro. Like, mm -hmm. just incredible. Yeah, and it was so, it was so genuine, not forced. It was um, authentic, and like all of us were like our own little different personalities and flavors, and um, like I said, that authenticity into the relationship. And then we just, we just flowed. We got along so well. Like how you said before, like even the adults, they saw how. No, all right, first of all, I am an adult. Okay. Oh my gosh! Fine. The, uh, the older saints, okay? Yeah, the more seasoned people, okay? The more seasoned people, yeah, they adults. notice... <laughs> so they notice how we were so meshed well and joined together, how we they knew each and every person was good because everywhere you saw, we was always together. Whether we was out dancing, we was eating or taking naps, <laughs> like it was it was dope it was a good Frank, fellowship that we, we had. really did everything together like yo you know it's a good friendship when we made a schedule to take naps like yo we're gonna take a nap let's do this then we'll go back to our regular schedule program the fact that we incorporated nap time into it. and you know what is it's like childish as that sounds mm -hmm. oh my goodness that was incredible just because it was a break from the constant being busy all the time because even when mm -hmm. we got on the ship it was like man I, I i'm being busy like i'm still at work like i'm keeping this super busy schedule routine and it was like for us to just be like no 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 everyone sit down go to sleep and chill out mm -hmm. it was like oh all right this is this is nice mm -hmm. on the sea you know rocking you to sleep all right you know, no, open bro. the door, let the gentle breeze come through. Mm hmm That salty sea air and just let it whoosh. Basically. Nah, that part I, was dope. I had no problem with that at all. 
Mm-hmm. It was dope. It was amazing. It was I'm trying to think what else was dope. Um, like I said, I think the experience was dope as well. Um, like I said, I mentioned this in Bible study how um, you know I knew the cruise was gonna be amazing. I couldn't wait to see y'all for real because you know like Mike, I haven't seen you since um, that fourth. Yeah, yeah, no, the it was fourth. When I came up there. Uh, no, no, no. It was when I came up there, bro. That was before or afterwards of uh, the fourth. The fourth was before. Okay, so the fourth was before. Okay, yeah. So I haven't seen you since that 2021, and I haven't seen them since the fourth of July. Um, that that one year. So like, it's been a while. So I couldn't wait to see everybody for because it's a difference. Like. Like we've grown that fellowship over the phone through virtually through the screen, but now like yo, I get to see y'all in the flesh, like in person. It, it was dope, and it was great to see all of them for real. And um, it was just like I said before, it was authentic. It wasn't forced. I didn't feel awkward or weird of that nature. I'm like, yo, this family. And so like, yeah, that was dope. That was amazing. Yeah, most definitely, bro. Like, most definitely, mm. it was, it was just great, man. Yeah. It was and, great. I, right. That's that's all. I can, that's the only way I can say it. Like, it was just incredible. I, mm-hmm. I just, I I don't. I have no words for it. No words at all. I really have no words for it. Like, besides, like, it was incredible. It was joyous. It was just everything we needed. It was everything that we needed, bro. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't even realize we might have needed it. Yeah, for me, I knew I needed it because you know how like I'll say this for me. It's like I was literally counting down the days until that happened. It was ready to go. For me, I like seven days beforehand i'm like let's go seven days six days five days four days once i started hitting like that second day mark oh bet i'm there i'm there because you know remember we had to show up a day early ahead of time before the ship even took off on that thursday and we no no it was that friday i'm sorry and we're gonna do it again well the ship no the ship took off saturday saturday remember we showed up we showed to, up friday uh, that friday yeah so i was excited because i'm like yo i get extra day in so bet so yeah, I was excited, man. For sure, for sure. Bro, that date. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. Going there was getting there, like everything leading up to getting on the ship was so stressful. You ain't never lie. That you was crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, you was definitely. <laughs> I, I oh was about God. to get driven back to drinking. Like I was like, yo, was this over. ain't it. <laughs> this better be something super spectacular on this ship because I'm about to start <laughs> like. Man, I'm like that day. It was a lot because remember me, you had like the earliest flight. We did well. Judah was right behind us. Mm. He was like Judah was really right behind us because remember mm-hmm. after we landed, Judah was there. Right, like we went and got something to eat, and Judah was calling us like, "Hey, where you at, Mike?" Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like getting some food. Getting some food. Boy, no, 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 no. We got food, and then we sat down and chilled for a second. Mm-hmm. So, nah, we, we might have been waiting like two hours for Judah. Because I was definitely... Oh, sorry. Like the way how I am right now. Them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was tired. Yeah. I was tired then. I said, yo, can we just get to, to the telly, take a nap, 
and go forward with that because I was like, man, definitely for sure. Let's get into something right now, Ronnie. Let's get into let's something go. today. Let's go. Let's go. We could we could go down memory lane and recap as much as we want, but I don't know if the uh, guests necessarily want to just hear us just reminisce about a vacation that we right. did last month. Someone um, probably off in a cubicle right now, like these people talking about going cruising and vacations and waters while I'm in my desk. Let's go. I mean, All right. I'm trying to explain the joy I had, guys. Joy. So first off, let me get to that, right? So this is I feel, this is a new season for me where that I've never experienced before. And that is the season where there's like the joy of the Lord. And then like Pops even prophesied on that. So we had overnight prayer, guys, on to Friday night. Uh, Friday going to Saturday night. And halftime, when I say halftime, I mean it was somebody was supposed to be praying. Pastor Dave was supposed to be praying from like 12 to 1. And when 12 o'clock happened, they're just like Pops. Pastor Darren, keep going on, man. All right, so yeah, Apostle Darren got up, and the Holy Spirit just started losing him and moving through him, and he had he told everybody to come up because he was going to anoint everybody. And he just started prophesying over certain people, right? And he got to me, and he was just like, you know, the joy God was bringing me into a season of joy and everything, and that it was going to be like something I've never experienced before. And I was like, yo, I'm already there. Mm. Like, y'all don't even realize I'm already there. And the crazy thing is, when I came up, he was like, why are you smiling? Because I was smiling, like, hard. I didn't know why. I was just smiling. I don't know why I was smiling so much, right? <laughs> and also, let's get something straight. Me smiling is not, like, a normal thing for me or, na- like, natural feeling. So I mm-hmm. do be feeling awkward. Um, Then he starts going in the spirit and starts saying that and saying that, you know, don't, uh, basically don't, uh, don't interrupt the joy. For the most part, mm-hmm. don't be looking for things to dig up in the past to, you know, to cancel out what I'm feeling because I, you know, because I think that I don't deserve it or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I've definitely done that before. But, um, yeah, so I'm let this play out because I have never felt this way before and I've never I don't want it to stop. Like, I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't want it to stop. This feels incredible. Now, let's get into something. <laughs> let's go. Ah, the fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit. Let's uh Rodney. Yes, sir. When I was praying, right? Mm-hmm. When I was praying a couple days ago, um well, we were in that Friday night, right? And somebody else is up there praying. And I started just seeing some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I got shown that there's like four major spirits in the U.S. right now. Okay. Well, five that we're dealing with that on a national level that are mostly causing all the problems, right? Mm-hmm. So number one, there's an idolater spirit in this country. And it's so crazy because a lot of folks don't even realize that they're committing idolatry. Mm. Right? So think about it, bro. We put anything you put before God is an idol, bro. That's true. Anything that would separate you from God is an idol. This country is so idolatrous. 
we put our sports, our athletes, our TV shows, our marriages, our kids, our finances, our jobs, all of these passions we put before God. And you know what the biggest idol is, man? What? Ourselves. We we as a country have so many idols. And it's one of those things where I look back and I used to always like really flame Israel for it. Like, how do you guys keep making all these idols and everything when God told you not to do it? And he brought you out of the land of Egypt and did all this for you. And y'all. And now I'm looking at current day and I'm like, we're no different. Mm-hmm. This is how they were making idols. Yeah, they might have actually made like physical idols, right? Mm-hmm. But. We're doing the same thing. We just ain't carving an image. Right. We're doing the exact same thing. Man, anything that takes your time away from God is an idol. The Holy Spirit tells you to read the word and you sit down and you say, man, I'm about to watch some anime. That just became an idol. You just prioritize it before God. You know, like... Mm -hmm. You say, nah, I want to work on my car right now. Say so you're a gearhead. you prioritizing that in front of God. Or here's a big one that we all were doing, right? A lot of people. Uh, I could go to this prayer or this Bible study, but the job offered overtime, and I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. Guilty. I can't lie. Same here. There's a lot of people guilty of that one. Mm-hmm. I need to pray, but man, I'm texting my girlfriend and I, it's, she's just so wonderful and I'm so enamored by her. I'll pray later. Then don't pray because you up on the phone with her until 2 a.m. until you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Idle. Definitely idle. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. And we don't even realize how bad that we've committed idolatry, bro. Mm-hmm. So I think for one, that is the first thing. That's one. And, and right now in my this season, like one of the these are the prayer points I'm praying right now. Right. So the first thing I'm praying is I'm praying against idolatry. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to. Because we have a country, we got to get out of this idolatrous spirit. So the second spirit, the second spirit and the third spirit are working together. We have the spirit of confusion. And we had the spirit of murder. Mm -hmm. let me tell you how that's working those two are working together right Mm -hmm. this isn't a gun issue in this country it's not don't get me wrong I personally don't believe that any any civilian should have a an assault rifle people might get mad at that and go Uh, cool whatever Every person I know that's a former that's that's a veteran feels the exact same way. 
Mm-hmm. All the military people feel the exact same way. Civilians shouldn't have assault rifles because assault rifles are good for one thing, assault, killing. Anyway, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole right now. But we don't have a gun problem. We have a problem in the spirit, bro. We had a problem with conf- with confusion. Mm-hmm. It's attacking people's minds. People are mentally not right. They're ill. And we have a murderous spirit. Right. So when you get people confused and now that spirit of murder comes upon them, they act on it. They're not in their right senses. They go and do things that they normally would not have done. And this spirit of confusion is so strong. And check this out. It has spread its way into our media and everything. Our media, which we've also made an idol. Um, it's, it's, it's out of control. And so that's another thing we got to pray for. Now check it. Here's the fourth spirit, right? The spirit of confusion is also is also uh is also working to destroy us as a civilization by attacking our youth and their identity. Mm-hmm. So now the spirit of confusion also becomes the spirit of identity confusion. Mm. Nah, that's real. That's definitely real. Right. So now you got all these people who are. I was born a woman, even though I'm a, I, even though I have male parts. I was born a man, even though I was born as even though I was biologically a woman. Bro, there's nothing but identity confusion. The enemy is attacking the youth with that, man. Yeah. So these are just some of the things like I've been looking at like as the na- overall as a nation. And I'm like, this is crazy, right? This is crazy. And, and here's the other big part about it is we've gotten to a point now, right, where those those spirits are working together. And now to make sure that they stay in power, you get this spirit of persecution and what that spirit of persecution is doing is it's stopping it's coming after anybody who would try to tell the truth look at all the people who are saying things that sound like they you know it sounds like it's too much common sense if you're born a man you're a man if you're born a woman you're a woman right Mm mm-hmm it's not a gun thing. It's a it's a it's a uh it's a spirit thing. All these things, like anything that is been that's speaking truth is being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Look at how the church has been attacked. Not any church, just the Christian church. Cause they don't want to come they're not saying nothing to the Muslims. Nobody ever wants to say anything to Jewish. But they're coming after the Christian church. Anytime a Christian says anything, it is open season on them, right? And also, anytime anyone would, let's, and even making it political, anyone with conservative views, period, which are typically all going to be Christians, says anything, 
They call you a bigot. They call you intolerant. They call you racist. They call you all these these names. Because they want to persecute you and they want to discredit you and they want to defame you because how dare you speak the truth? Mm-hmm. How dare you try to expose what's going on right now? We've wrapped ourselves up so deep in our own devices that we've dug such a spiritual hole. And now it's so many people that don't even believe that you tell them the truth and they just say you're, you know, that you believe in superstition. Mm -hmm. Even though, even scientifically, this is just common sense. You know, what are your thoughts on all that, Rodney? Um, definitely identity. That's really a big one. Even for me, sometimes I do struggle with that. Um, and the biggest thing, I'm definitely in a season right now where just mentally I'm strong and disciplined because it's easy to get swayed and distracted and find yourself lost. That's why it's important to keep yourself in the word. Um, so just leaning back towards when it comes to identity, everything I'm looking at right now, I think about the spirit of that thing. Like, Hey, is this the spirit of God or is this the spirit of the enemy that's trying to distract us? Um, definitely looking at the context of things, definitely want to make sure that whatever, sometimes you got to reflect and think, Hey, um, is this pleasing God? Is this aligning with his word? Is this what he wants me to do? And sometimes after we are doing that, we do have to be vigilant and aware because, you know, nine times out of 10, we may feel like we are doing something wrong, but it, if it starts becoming a pattern, that's when it starts becoming normal. That's when it's important to have other believers who are rooted in Christ to help point out things that you are doing wrong or like you hey you're you're slipping down a slippery slope let me you know help you help me redirect you so you don't get lost so really when it comes to identity you have to embody christ um because that's who your identity is in um you have to be anchored remind yourself mentally who you are and who you belong to no you have to recite those things um you know saying i am love i am joy i am peace definitely embody the fruit of the spirit and exude those things and look around other people to see if are they embodying those things because it's easy to get influence and those things rub off on you um so just like how you said um, we definitely have to be careful because when a person doesn't have an identity they can be swayed and groomed into a lifestyle that they necessarily do not belong to and you get exposed to different things and people you pick up habits and then when you find christ you you discover your true identity now that's the work comes in where not only he reminds you of how you're supposed to act talk um and behave around people but sometimes it's shaking off those patterns that you been dealing with for years like hey i'm i'm struggling with lying hey i'm struggling with gambling hey i'm struggling with 
me want to take a drink first thing in the morning. Um, I'm struggling with cheating. It's so many things that once you realize, realize, once you realize your identity and where you're going to, you have to be anchored into that. And like I said, don't get me wrong. That's some things that I struggle with too. Even though, no, I embody Christ. I believe in him. There are still things that Rodney will struggle with, but I know I have a savior who's helping me manage and sustain myself. So like when you're speaking about identity, that was really a big thing. Um, and definitely making sure that you don't, um, like I said, be careful with idols. Um, I think we're definitely in a culture where people do make idols and definitely putting things and people on a pedestal that are taking the place of God. And normally if we don't, Make that God, well, I'm sorry, make God the sit on the throne of our heart. Whatever is on the throne of our heart, we will make decisions based of us trying to please that thing. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the other crazy thing, bro. Like, I talked about, like, us not realizing we're making idols. Some people are actually making physical idols. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody who's sitting here using crystals is using a physical idol. Because mm-hmm. you think that crystal is now God. Mm-hmm. Right, you think the universe is God, um, but it's just furthermore to the point where, like, I would call out right, I would call all saints right now to, especially in this season coming up, like, begin interceding for this nation. Like, I know people say it all the time, like, start praying for the nation, like. No, we really need to be praying for the nation. I think right now that the church is overall has kind of dropped the ball on that. First off, it's very clear that we've lost our power. Uh-huh. It's very evident. You don't see miracles happening like that anymore all the time. Uh-huh. When the church was at full strength and it was supposed like it was supposed to be and doing what it was supposed to be doing and members doing and living correctly and according to his word, you saw miracles all the time because the power of God was being manifested in these people was being manifested through his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now we want the power. We don't want to do the work. Right. We want the power. We don't have to. You don't want to have to tarry. They were in the upper room for what? A hundred days, Rodney, something like that. Um. Let me look that up real quick. I don't want to give the wrong number i'm pretty sure it was like 101 days mm-hmm. in the upper room in the upper room when Jesus okay has oh no no so it was 120 of them okay that were in the upper room We're about it's 120 of them in the upper room. Passover to Pentecost is 50 days. All right, so Passover to Pentecost is 50 days. Jesus died. Ooh, math time.
Okay, so 50 days after the resurrection. 10 days after the ascension. That's right, because after Jesus resurrected, he stayed on earth 40 days. So they were in the upper room for 10 days. 120 people in the upper room for 10 days waiting on the Lord, praying to God, crying out, worshiping. And we're just sitting there mm-hmm. for 10 days, Rodney. Mm-hmm. They didn't leave that room for 10 days, fam. Mm-hmm. That means they didn't... They, Think about it. Ten days, they didn't leave. They weren't eating either. Man, food. No, I have to believe they had like vases and jars and pots of water in there. But I ain't gonna face you, man. I would have a slim gym somewhere hidden. <laughs> <laughs> Some deer jerky. Right, at least. But yeah, bro. This is what they were willing to do to feel the to have the power of the Holy Spirit come into that room. And to come upon them. But we don't want to fast for a day. Mm-mm. Knew there was a point I was making. But yeah, the point is, we don't want to fast for a day. We don't want to turn down our plates. And I'm guilty of this too. At times, we don't want to stop watching TV. We don't want to get into our word more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and what, and it's something like. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, do your thing, bro. Okay. Once sometimes when I'm in the gym, that's when all of my thoughts and reflection comes about, and I had to realize to myself, like, like I I heard the Holy Spirit say, "Where are you going?" And then I had to check myself, and I said, "I became spiritually lazy." Spiritually lazy. Sorry, I had to take a moment to just like really like just be open. Like I've been spiritually lazy. You can continue, Mike. And here's the other thing, right? So, you know, Rodney, we've been on this. We we did this. Uh, we did the uh, devotional mm-hmm. study discipline. plan, right? Mm-hmm. For spiritual discipline, which for the first three days was all about. Well, right, the first four days was not about discipline at all. <laughs> that plan was really should be renamed for like <laughs> for maturity. But the reason I bring that up is because one of the things that kept bringing up in there was spiritual maturity. And on the last, I think it was the last day, right? I don't know if you did it or not. I just did the last day today. Should have uh-huh. did it yesterday. And one of the things it was talking about was you have a lot of Christians that come into Christ and, you know, it says you come in as a babe and they don't want to become adults. They want to stay spiritual children. Mm-hmm. But how can you want Jesus mm-hmm. and not want basically the fullness of him? Because you can't get the fullness of him while you're still a spiritual baby. Mm-hmm. Like it don't work that way. 
He can only give you certain things when you're a child. You have to grow and you have to grow spiritually uh, and become spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. And it's so true to this day. Like you start talking to people, people want to grow. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to be told they're wrong. They That's don't, a big one right there. Like, That's a big one right there. Yeah, they don't want to be told they're wrong and they don't want to be challenged. They don't want to grow. They want to stay exactly where they are. And you know what they always say? What? The famous thing that they always say. Oh, well, we're supposed to come as we are. At first. Yeah, but you're not supposed to stay that way. And if, and this is why I challenge people, I'm like, if you read the New Testament, you, well, even in the Old Testament, it, you know, shows about growth. But especially in the New Testament where, you know, our faith really comes in at. Paul is about growing people. He's about spiritual growth. Yeah, he definitely was. You know, Paul, Paul uh, uh, James was about maturing you as a as a just as a believer. Mm-hmm. All these people are talking. The, the 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 biggest thing with them is yes, we're converting you, but we want you to grow. You have to grow. You can't be the same person. Like I said. You know, when you became a, when you uh, when you became when you were born in Christ, became, behold, you became a new creature. All things are passed away. All things are new. Mm-hmm. Old things are passed away. All things are new. Right. Mm-hmm. That includes like your old culture and all this mess. You're supposed to at this point now be growing because you're supposed to now have just transitioned from being one way to another way. And when you become this other way, now you got to start growing through the process. Folks don't want to do it. Nah, because it takes work. And it's not that it just takes work. You want to know what it is, bro? Folks don't want to give up the old stuff they was doing. And you know what? I was going to say that, too. That's going to be my um my backup. Yeah, they uh, don't want to give up the old stuff they was doing. Mm, not for real. They will, people make excuses for And I hear this in the churches. Mm-hmm. They will make excuses for everything. Oh, well, I can still go out and club. I can still have fun. God didn't tell me I can't have. Wait a second. Wait a second. Everything you can do things. Everything isn't beneficial to you, though. Now, I know Paul says something about that in in the scripture, right? I was saying um, he said food was made for the stomach, but not everything is good for you. Yeah, there you go. Everything isn't good for you just because you can do it. Yeah, you right. could technically go out to the club and go party and shake your behind and get your groove on, right? Mm-hmm. But how does that develop you? How does that make you spiritually mature in any way? How are you being developed by doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how is it that... How can you going out and getting drunk be good and help you. It doesn't. Like, it stunts your growth. It, it does. So, like, just because something isn't necessarily a sin doesn't mean that you should be doing it. And so now we're getting back to the part where we see, because, you know, everyone kept talking about the old school pastors were just religious because, oh, you can't drink, you can't do this, and they had rules in their churches, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone goes, oh, well, they're just condemning you and you can't do these things, and it's like, 
now you're starting to see it's starting to come back around and you're starting to see why they were saying things like this why because they understood the things in the word like your grandmother understood things in the word they understood that hey just because i can do something doesn't mean that i should do it just because it's not necessarily laid out as a sin in the word doesn't mean it's something that I should be doing in my own life. It doesn't mean it's spiritually productive mm-hmm. because they were about growing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think when people do things like that and for me, um, let's say I'm going to be the bigger example of this. And like I said, um, I told myself I don't want to be more transparent when it comes to us doing the podcast. Um, oh, you about to start snitching on yourself? You better leave me out I'm, of it. I am. I'm going to be more transparent to help people um, in their walk. When I first started walking this walk, well, I loved pornography. Well, I had the desire to please myself looking at those videos and images. So when it comes to me, once I was introduced to this young lady um, in church, um, here was just start with a P. Yep. Start with a P. Mm. I know. Right. So then she was, you know, just letting me know about the spiritual side of things and how she was saying how it's important to, not dive into those um, videos or that lifestyle because of the spirit that's behind it. Now, with me being new, I'm thinking, A, this is harmless. Number two, I'm not hurting nobody. Three, I'm just pleasing myself. But also, it's another thing too, Mike, like how we just said before that I was so used to this and this is a habit. Why can't I just do this and please God too? But now I'm realizing the habits that I was doing in that old life, I cannot bring that if God is trying to elevate me, transform me, and make me new because I will be stuck. Like, it's like for example, if anybody has ever had a bike before and the chain popped, you're trying to move the pedals, but it's not going nowhere. When you're trying to do that old lifestyle and trying to do new things with Christ, you're it's slowing you down, you're popping the chain, and you're not gonna make much um you're not gonna make much progress if you keep doing the old things and you don't fix it and align yourself in the right movement in the right pace. Now, now that I'm older, I'm seeing the other things that comes along with it, which is comparison. Say if I do get married, I can compare those millions of um, women who i'm fantasizing and i'm demoting the one who god has blessed me with that's one number two i could really be addicted to the dopamine that comes with that and i would try to use that as an excuse of hey i feel this urge let me go to the place where i felt comfortable at that i made an idol with and i'm starting to see that it's more than to just don't do that. But I think as this new generation of believers, as we are growing and motivating, I do think we need to explain more of not saying, hey, don't do this because I don't want you to do it. No, let's talk about what can come along with this, the spiritual baggage, emotional baggage, the damage it can possibly do to your life if you go down this route. 
I do think um, we have to be more we have to be more transparent and to transform lives and make people um, more aware of the spiritual side of things. Um, it's like how the word says, like, it's not just a physical we're fighting, not just flesh and blood, but we're fighting spirits behind everything. And that's one thing I've realized, you know, as I'm diving into um, just who I am, what he's called me to, and the habits I can't um, take. So, yeah. That's what I, I got from him. I agree with everything you said, bro. I, I, I do. Um, and it's, it's, <clears throat> I think it's kind of like insane how we, how we try to rationalize our bad decisions and our sins. You know what I mean? Like, we really try to rationalize doing wrong and say uh-huh. that, well, and, and say different things like, oh, well, God knows my heart. Mm-hmm. Which you know how I feel about that. I cringe every time I hear that. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it on the last episode, didn't we? Well, not the last episode, but we, we talked we about, talked about it recently. And like you were saying, man, like we we try to we try to rationalize things and go, well, oh, it's not hurting mm-hmm. anybody, blah blah blah. And you know what's crazy about that? When you said that, bro, the first thing I thought was that. Is in uh in Colossians, I believe Colossians chapter three. Man, that chapter Ooh, has I, a lot in it. Right? I love I love Colossians. Remember, he was talking about the uh, was uh one of the one of the I'm about to I'm about to open up the word right now. Hold on. Okay, take your time. Ah. All right, and then as you're reading that um physical Bible, the physical. <laughs> Yeah, I pulled out the physical one. Nah. Nah, it's no problem. So take your time. And then um, while you're looking for time, that. Bro, I'm a Bible baby. I'm already there. <laughs> hey, look, 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 you know the pastor when they say, like, once you get there to say read, Mike be like, oh, I was already there, man. You good, you good. <laughs> exactly. All right, so. Trying to find the I cannot spell. Um, you see the way how you silent right now? That's the same silence we had when we was playing the game um, on the ship. And you say, y'all taking too long. Aye, bro. Aye, bro. Right. I'm just saying. I give I'm you, just saying. I, I give you that. I give you that. You know, the difference is, I was asking y'all simple questions. That, trust me, they were not. Me and Ma was looking like Scooby Doo in the headlights. <laughs> well, maybe y'all need to get into y'all word then. I, I do. I do. And that was great evidence. That was a great moment. I said, I got to re up. I got to re up. Um, 
I miss uh, that pizza. Oh, man. sexual immorality. That's what I was thinking of, right? Mm-hmm. Goodness, I cannot believe. I was like, why is it that I cannot? <laughs> ah, bruh. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> it was 1 oh, Corinthians man. 6 and 18. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll Sit down. Ah. Bro, I know. See, and that's why I be telling you, like, bro, I know the word. I just sometimes get stuff mixed up and weird. Hey, I was look. Granted, it's a lot in it. Well, it's so. it's 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 really just like so. New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. This is the thing with New Testament. Paul repeats himself. He does. He definitely does. Because he's writing these things to different churches. He's repeating himself, and mm-hmm. my problem is like. Because you're repeating yourself, I'm getting different books mixed up of what you said and where because you say the same thing in quite a few of them, mm-hmm. right? So in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18, right? Mm-hmm. Flee fornication. Flee. Every sin that a man does is without the body. Mm-hmm. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. Yeah. What? Know ye not that the your body is the temple of the Holy, of the Holy Ghost which is in you, Don't which you have of God, and ye are not of your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Come on, right? So that's what I want to bring up. Like, it's it's crazy, and. Because of that justification thing, right? Now, I challenge you on this, Rodney, because when you met the one who begins with a P, right? Um, you were a baby in Christ. You had just joined. I still got the placenta on me. Just came out the womb. Still new baby, fresh smell that, mmm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that new baby aroma, right? Right, so. You didn't know. So your justification was, well, it's not hurting anybody else. Mm -hmm. And you would make that justification because, again, you were a babe and didn't know the word. Mm -hmm. But now this is why it's so important to be around a community and be around leaders and be submitted to them. Because leaders in a community and people who are not babies in Christ, people who are experienced that are adults would be able to tell you that. They'd be able to point you to that scripture, 1 Corinthians 6 and 18 and 19, right? And tell you that, hey, yeah, you might not be hurting anybody else, but this is still a sin. And this is a bad one because you're sinning against your body, which is basically, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's why this is so bad. You say you're not hurting anybody. You're hurting yourself. That's true. Jesus. Nah, it, and it's really like a lot of people like when they say their body is a temple, I don't think they really get the full registry registry of what that really means. It's like you are a vessel and within you is a Holy Spirit and everywhere you go, you can carry that inside you. So when you are doing things, you are damaging what Jesus died for and you are definitely tainting. It's like it's like taking a black marker and crossing it across on the Mona Lisa. Every time you're doing something damaging to 
the temple of the Holy Spirit, that's what is going on. And like I said, not many people realize that. Like you were bought with a price. Like Jesus said, yo, I died for you so you can live a healthy, clean, um, pure life. That is an option for you to take. But just know that's one of the reasons what I died for. Right. I live in you. And and when we knowingly just keep committing sin over and over again, like the same things and going over oh, to repent, we're crucifying Jesus over and mm-hmm. over again. So sorry. But it's really important. Like I'm glad you said that about remembering that, that, that it's about it's the temple. Like think of the physical temple, right? Mm-hmm. When the Israelites in Judah and Israel were desecrating God's temple, worshiping false idols, other gods, having orgies and all this stuff in the Old Testament, which you can read about in the book books of like Ezekiel, Jeremiah, those kind of books, right? Before God said, that's it, Nebuchadnezzar is my servant. He about to come crush all y'all and I'm going to have him destroy the temples as well, right? Because they've been desecrated. We look at physical things. And think of it's worse. And oh my goodness, well, how could they do this? That is the place where God's te- presence was. And this is God's temple. And they were just doing all this evil stuff, worshiping other gods. You do the exact same thing nowadays when you do that. those same things. Think of it the same way. Because your temple is the same thing as that one was back then. Mm-hmm. When he said there's going to be a time coming where you will worship me in spirit and in truth and not inside of a temple... That's what he meant, because now the Holy Spirit is inside of you. The most holy of holies is within you and you have access to it at any point. Their body is a temple. So therefore, now when you start doing other things, serving other gods and 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 committing sexual immorality and these kind of things, right? You are doing the exact same thing they did. Mm-hmm. They did it in their physical temple. This is your physical temple. But we don't like to look at it that way. No, not at all. Do me a favor, Rodney. Yes, sir. Text in our group chat and ask everybody and tell, ask everybody if Thursday is good for Bible study. It's going to be good for Bible study. We're going to start doing Bible study on Thursdays. All right. It's sent. Yeah, we're going to start doing Bible study on Thursdays. That got confirmed when I was talking to David last week, and I told him we were going to start doing Bible studies. And he asked what day, and I was like, well, we can't do it Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And I said, I'm leaning towards Thursday. And you know what he told me? What are you saying? That's what the Holy Spirit already told him. Holy Spirit, activate. We're going to be doing it on Thursdays. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Because it definitely ain't happening on Fridays. Um... We can't do it. I would. We can't do it on Mondays because, again, most of the time we record in the podcast because you always late. Not today. No, when I say you always late, I mean you always late day wise. Oh, I'll be right. trying to record either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Well, Friday or su- Sunday, and it always comes to Monday because every time mm-hmm. Sunday comes around, it's like Rodney. Uh, yeah, tomorrow at nine a.m. Okay. And I'm sitting here like, fam, tomorrow at 9 means we recording from like 9 to 10. And then you get to go to sleep and wake up at like 9 a.m. But I get to stay up, edit, mm-hmm. get all the posting done and converting <laughs> for the files. Then I get to go to sleep and I got to be up at 4, 4.30. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, little, little side note. Let's start doing Sundays then. Oh, really? 
Yes. And not at nine o'clock. Not at nine o'clock. I just aired you out on this podcast. That's all right. I said we can be more transparent. <laughs> People got to know the real between what's going on. People think, oh, yeah, let, let's start a podcast. No, there's a work that has to be done. Y'all, this is, I've lost so much sleep over this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like I'm getting quality sleep. Any, like, I got to call the neurologist tomorrow to reschedule that sleep test. I got to see if I can get it, pick it up later in the day than one o'clock because I can't get out of work early with Friday. But anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, so um, Bible study and also yeah, the yeah, temple. Yeah, Bible study, yeah. Yeah, so we got to mm-hmm. do that. We got we to gotta hold ourselves to that esteem. Our bodies are that temple. So also, and this is what I'm guilty of, right? What's up? I gained a hundred and ten pounds um, after I got hurt, right? Over the course of a few years. Mm-hmm. Blew up like a whale. Stopped working out, got really unhealthy eating and stuff, right? That's not treating my body like the temple. And we as saints got to realize that because look. Ooh, all right, let me step on the toe real quick. Come on now. Hey, Rock. Yes, sir. Why is it that when we go to church, right, mm-hmm. and you could be a saved man, and you're like, all right, well, I need to find me a saved woman, right? Why is it we go to the church and we ain't attracted to none of the women there because none of them are in shape? Hmm. Now I'm not speaking of all women guys, and all and not all guys aren't in shape either. Not for but my point is there is a stigma there, and it's a very uh, prevalent thing to find in the church where you go in, and all the single ladies you're not necessarily attracted to because they're overweight. Right? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord, can pray off everything, but physically have not taken care of themselves. Same thing for the dudes. And then we wonder why we got all these saved folks, you know, getting hitched up and end up in situations where they become baby mamas or baby daddies and stuff like that with worldly people. Mm-hmm. Because physically they were attracted to them people, and that's what drew them to them. Like we gotta understand, that we gotta be. And I'm getting on a side note here. We understand we gotta be physically attractive if we want to attract somebody. Like yes, your spirit might be great, you might be exactly what that person needs, but they won't give you to. The, they won't even talk to you if you don't look approachable, like attractive enough. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying you gotta be a dime piece, but don't be a two. Don't be a two. All right. So anyway, that is a sin too. Mm-hmm. Letting your body be completely trashed up and out of shape, way overweight, obese, unhealthy, giving yourself high blood pressure and diabetes <laughs> because diabetes. you want to eat like trash and not work out. Mm-hmm. But that's a sin. You're not taking care of the body that God gave you the temple. 
that's the same thing as if somebody came up to the church, which is, you know, the physical representation of the temple now, right? Mm-hmm. And they should dump, they brought a trash truck, all right? And they backed the trash truck up to the front door and they emptied the entire trash truck. And then they took a bulldozer or a skid steer, right? And then they pushed all the trash into the church. Just smearing it everywhere, stanky, smelly trash, has just garbage, and pushed it all the way into the sanctuary, up on the altar, and everything. That's the metaphor I'm using because that's metaphorically what we're doing when we do this to our bodies. And like I said, I'm guilty of it. I'm I'm in the process of trying to lose the weight, and it ain't easy. It's a lot easier to put it on than it was to take it off. That's true. Right. And and I know we talk like, you know, different stuff that I'll be talking about, like, you know, the way I have to eat and everything, right? And the the fact that remember I told you last year, bro, I was in a gym trying to work out and all that, and then, you know, back injury that I'm trying to get situated right now. Mm-hmm. I tell you, as soon as that gets done, bro, I'm hitting that gym so hard, I'm about to start power lifting. Come on. I'm gonna go to a power lifting meet one of these days. Come on. But um yeah, so point being, we got to do better. We do. And you know what that is? That's also one thing of what up? growing. That's true. Spiritual maturity would tell you to be, take care of yourself better. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Yeah. No, nah, for real. It's um, it's a real thing. Um, And this is something that a friend of mine told me. She... Like, she told me, like, you know, Ronnie, don't get me wrong. Like, you are nice. You're attractive. You're a very good-looking dude. But just, you know, you don't know how to dress sometimes. I'm like, what do you mean I don't know how to dress? I'm like, girl, you crazy. She says, like, Ronnie, you got to, you got to, like, be honest. And then I had to to take that as it is. I think sometimes, and correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes we can be comfortable. It's like. I'll say this, and I could be wrong. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. Please do. It's like you need to a relationship. You know how, like, when you first meet somebody, you pursue them. Man, talk to a woman. You pursue them, get to know them. You take them on dates. You send notes, text messages, and all this stuff, teddy bears and flowers. Then once you get to a relationship, you get comfortable. You lose a spark. Nobody does anything anymore. Now it's just bland. Sometimes as believers, we can get comfortable and caught up in the love of God, which is nothing wrong with that. But you do have to remember you are a representation. You are a billboard. You are what people see physically, and you have to upkeep yourself. You got to hit the gym. You got to dress right. You got to eat clean. You Keep your hygiene together. Like that's a big thing. Not many people really talk about, but it's a it's really big thing. That dressing thing is real, bro. Because I just got told that this year. Yeah, I told you I went to the when I was at uh, DNK, bro. I didn't know how to. I had somebody else picking out all my clothes. Because mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I don't, I don't know this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know these colors. <laughs> thing I told you, bro. Like I wore the pink the suit last week. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my God, Mike, that looks so good. I didn't know you would wear hot pink, and that's good. It's great on you. And I'm like, this is hot pink? <laughs> like, what did you think that. it was? I was like, 
I don't know. Ah, that's funny. You didn't know you were wearing hot pink? I was like, I didn't know I was wearing pink at all. <laughs> yeah, so, see, guys, look. Look, this is the Godman Podcast. Man and God who love, knows the word, embody Jesus. But, hey, and we're still could learning. could not dress at all. And could not dress. Still really can't. Like, It's easier now mm-hmm. that yeah. I have the clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know how to shop for the clothes because I didn't know how to dress. Now that I have the clothes, I can experiment a little bit and put stuff sure. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and that's yeah, I'm not the back to our regular schedule program. Yeah, y'all, I don't know where we left off. Uh, we had some um, technical difficulties, and we were just talking, and it wasn't recording. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much, um, you was picking it back off of what I was saying. Um, it's important to. Oh, no, I was saying there's always time to get yourself together. Because I was picking back off what you were saying, how um. Going to the church and not many people look physically attractive. By the way, side note, Rodney, they just scheduled us, right? So Mrs. Giselle just told us who's on the schedule, right? I'm supposed to do praise and Kaleem's supposed to do worship. Uh What she forgot is Kaleem's not going to be in town. So Kaleem was just like, hey, so I'm not going to be in town, so I need someone to switch out. And he was like, if you can do that, or if Mike can lead both, if you know. And mm-hmm. I was like, I could do both. I'm fine with that, leading praise and worship. All right. And so Giselle finally got back. She was like, can, are you sure? Are you comfortable doing? Can you do it, Mike? Um, she was like, I gave every, I'm trying to give all the moms a day off since it's Mother's Day. And I'm like, that's literally like everyone on the worship team. <laughs> <laughs> not I was like, that. that's like <laughs> all the women on the worship team with the exception of like, think mary and jennifer and ingrid might be the only ones that aren't moms yeah because i'm like every time i'm on live it's like only two people i see is like you and judah pretty much yeah so judah's not on either but um mm, okay i was just like all right so yeah i'm like all right so all this is happening and i'm like kaleem's not gonna be here so i'm like well who, well, who do we have then so oh and zoe technically and she's singing so i'm like all right i'll do all of it i'm cool with it because we can't have Zoe lead because she just led Sunday. Technically, you can't have her lead, but she's not going to do that. She's not going to ask her to do that. Whatever. <laughs> um, see, I'm about to do both. This is exciting. It means I'm in full control. Full control. Anyway. Um, I think we got a point across. Yeah. We're an hour and ten minutes now. I think this is a good point to start wrapping it up. Yeah, sir. We're glad you guys joined in with us on this episode of, I don't know what we're going to name this episode, honestly. Uh, Oh, man, yeah. We was kind of all over the place. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Idolatry and keeping the temple holy. I'm down with that. Yeah, I I I can do that. Idolatry and keeping the temple holy. Alright. Um This has been the Godman Podcast, everybody. You can reach us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Tikitaka, Twitter at the Godman Podcast. Yeah. Or at like uh I don't know, Rodney. I'm sorry. You're gonna just put your <laughs> no. t- you're gonna put your name out there again. 
<laughs> no, I don't even okay. I don't even use Instagram anymore. But I deleted it, so I don't. I, I can't even say mine. Nah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yes, you can follow us um on those sites. Um, I'm gonna reiterate what Mike said. Yes, when it comes to social media, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and okay. TikTok. Facebook. That's right. And then what you can follow me on Instagram at underscore kinged up. And you can especially on Instagram, like I said, um, underscore the Godman podcast. Um, please give us insights, give us comments, give us um topics you want us to do. Me and Mike are definitely open to any topics you want to discuss. We're open books. Um, now we are expanding the brand. Um, not just focusing on just men now, but now we are just expanding to women as well. So you know, the Holy Spirit is definitely doing His thing with us. Um, so definitely for sure. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for tuning in on today's episode. Um, we love y'all. If y'all find this podcast to be helpful, um, transformational and insightful and impacting your life. Um, please share with someone who the Holy Spirit has brought in your heart. Let us grow, let us flourish, and let us continue to do the work that he has done for us. And we pray over your week and make sure that it is a blessed week. We should get Rennie on here one day. I know she's got a mic. She's got to have a mic. Hey, shoot. Even like we did the last time. Like um, I did with my headphones the last time. You did. She can do it like that. But she's got to have a mic. She's recorded music and stuff. That is true. That is true. We can do that. Oh, but she probably went to somebody else's little studio. No, a guy would make a way out of no way. Oh, she could use her headphones. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, and uh, also you can reach us at thegodmanpodcast at gmail.com with your your questions, concerns, or, you know, requests. Prayer requests. Listen, intercessors are open and ready to go to war for you, to collide in the spirit for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Send out the request. And we'll talk true. to y'all later. All right, see you later. Be blessed. Kittens.